Welcome to The Outpouring with Executive Pastor Bob Oliver of the New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14. Oftentimes God gives us things, but we have a tendency to reject what he has given. We have a tendency to, uh, where we don't receive that which he has given. And so we want to break it down for you, something very significant that he has given to you. I know we're going to put on the screen the, either the King James or the New King James Version, but I'm going to read from the NIV so that you can get the full ramification of this. So starting in verse 14. For it is Christ's love that compels us. Jesus. I want you to underline that word compel. It is Christ's love that compels us because we are convinced that one, and he's talking about Jesus Christ, that the one Jesus Christ died for all. I want you to underline that word all. He just didn't die for you. He died for your cousin. He died for your nephew. He died for Stacy. He died for Nikki. He died for Rashida. He died for Steve. He died for Grayson. He died for Ethan. He died for how many? All. all. So it's very important that you get that. So he died for all and therefore all died. What he's saying is that when he died, it's a recognition yeah. that we were all dead. We needed his life to emerge from the dead. To, we needed Christ's life to come back from being dead. How did that happen? We all died in the first man called Adam. That means when he fell, we were in his loins. We all fell. Did you get that? I want you to get that in your spirit. When he fell, everybody fell. Yes. And that's why I want you to understand how uh, the impact of one person on a generational line. Mm -hmm. See how when something happens for you, I says, when God saves you, he now has access to your whole family line. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Why do you think, if that were not the case, why do you think the devil wouldn't throw all hell at you? Because he knows that once you are saved, God now has access to everyone in your sphere of influence. That means that he can reset your whole family. Yes. Oh, God, so, yes. Somebody that yes. understands what it means to be in dysfunction, to be broken, to be battered, to be bruised. Somebody that talked to me that understands about what it means to be reset. Yeah. Your son needs to be reset. My daughter needs to be reset. My cousins need to be reset. My husband might need to be reset. And so when God saves that one, he said, I got access to him now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Watch this. Just want to walk it with you. I'm going to walk right through the scripture. And he says... And he died for all. Mm, this is so rich. And he died for all that those who live 
should no longer. Mm, mm, mm. You got it, Janine? He died for all, Minister Baldy, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and for him who rose. So we have a savior who died and he got up. Yes. You have a Lord that took the worst situation ever upon him. He died for it, but he got up. Yeah. His spirit through the Holy Ghost resides in your clothes. <laughs> So you can, watch me here, you can go through the worst situations of your life and to man they look, how's she gonna get up from that? Yeah. But I have a Lord yeah. who died. Uh-huh. Oh my God, you just got the revelation. You got it, Gabby? I have a Lord who died. Who died? Uh-huh. That's why you can lose your job and come back again. That's why you can have a part two. That's right. That's why you can make mistakes and come back That's again. That's right. You died. You rose again. And you rose. Again. Again. <laughs> oh my God. And, and, and watch this. As a believer, you can continually have these experiences of, That's right. I'm dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Come but on. But I rose. I rose. Again. <laughs> come on. That's why, Minister Baldy, that's why the scriptures tell you, be careful about judging people. Because when you look at me, you might be seeing, Mother, how I'm dying. Woo! <laughs> come on, come on. You might be looking at how I died. Yeah. Hallelujah. But, but, but in a moment of time, oh, before... On. 2024, in the next 90 days, yeah, yeah. Um, God is preparing me to do what? Rise again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Come so on. Don't laugh Come on. when I text you and I tell you I only have seven miles on my gas tank. Come to on. To work. Don't laugh. I'm dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but if I can, by the grace of God, get there, he's going to teach me how to rise. Again. Hallelujah. Again, you got the revelation. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Why, that's why when we see somebody going through, mm -hmm. we got to be careful. Very careful. That's a good word. Because the scripture said that such were some of you Remember there was a time when you didn't have enough. Oh God, let me talk over here. Remember there was a time when you didn't have a car. Oh God. Remember there was a time when you didn't have 
anything extra. Yeah. Remember, there was a time when you had no surplus. Remember, that's why, that's why, that's why you always have to be merciful. Remember, there was a time when you were sick. You couldn't even read the word. You couldn't even hear the word. But those strange people from the church came and visited you those strange people from the church they came to your bedside and, and, and gave you communion those strange people from the church visited you might not have given you all the money that you need but they knew how to give you that little folded up they knew how to do the handshake and in that handshake that was a $20 bill to get you a sandwich. In that other handshake was a fifth, was a, another $20 bill to get you some gas money. And it, God, y'all ain't talking to me. Hallelujah. Come on, God, y'all ain't talking to me. Yeah. When you live for God, when you love God, you learn how to go through some stuff where you can say, I'm dying, but I'll rise. Again. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Woo. You gotta get that thing in your spirit. Yes, I've made some mistakes. Yes, I've crossed some boundaries that I shouldn't have crossed. But if God be Hallelujah. Woo. Mean to He's like more. He's more. He's more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's more. Wow. So he's giving us. He's giving us, Janine, a framework in that one passage of scripture mm -hmm. as to how to live at a higher dimension. Now, I want you to get this in your notes. Any time he talks about a higher dimension, he's talking about the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Because the Bible says that Jesus was sent from above. What's above? What's above? It's heaven. What's above? It's the kingdom of That's heaven. Right. Jesus was sent from where? Above. Oh, heaven. Say it again. Heaven. Above. What's above? Heaven. That's your home. So he's, he's communicating to you a higher dimension. Now here's the second thing that I want to give you in this passage. He said that it is the love of God. Somebody say the love of God. The love of God. It is the love of God. The old English says it constrains me. Mm -hmm. In other words, the love of God disciplines my life. Yeah. God, I want you yeah. oh my God. The love of God, the love of God, Minister Sample, brings the discipline to your life because I love God it is that love that begins to order God yeah it is that love that That's right pushes me into a devotional time yeah it love. is it is that love that pushes me into uh, ex 
excellent treatment of my wife. It is that love that pushes me to train my children. Yeah. It is because remember, the love of God compels you. Here's what you want to think about. What has the love of God compelled you to do? I want to give it to you again. What has the love of God compelled you to do? Well, I don't know what to do. I'm going to tell you what to do. Because I got a response for all that stuff. All that's in my head. The love of God should compel you to receive what it is that we're going to tell you. Hmm. The love of God should guide some of your relationships. Hmm. The love of, if I interviewed your spouse, mm -hmm. you're not in the room, mm -hmm. what would your spouse say about how much you love her? Mm -hmm. If I pulled your wife in the room, and interviewed her, what would she say about how much yeah. you love her? Love, just to remind us, 1 Corinthians 13. It suffers long, it's kind, it does not envy, it does not vaunt itself, it's not puffed up. Love does not behave itself unseemly or seeketh her own. It's not easily provoked and it thinks no evil. Love does not rejoice in iniquity, but it rejoices in the truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopeth all things. It endureth all things. Love never Fails. And who is love, Janine? God is love. That means that if you are operating in love, you can never fail. Mm. Watch this. Here's the irony. Even when you experience failure. That's good. Experiencing failure does not mean you are a failure. Say that again. It's a Nathan. difference. Say it again, please. Experiencing failure does not mean that you are a failure. Someone else experiencing failure, your child, your spouse, yes. your boss, yes. your coworkers, yes. your children, even though we want to feel like it sometimes because we're so angry, it doesn't mean that they're a failure. Mm. That's why we have to love them. Amen. The same God, the same spirit yes. that raised Jesus from the dead, Romans 8, lives inside of you so if that same spirit lives in you then you have even though we don't feel like it sometimes you have the capacity to love like for like first corinthians 13. yes and so the scripture says the scripture says in verse 16 so from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view Though we once regarded Christ in this way, in verse 16, we do so no longer. Mm. Therefore, 
if anyone <laughs> is in Christ, the new creation has come. Somebody said, get it. The old has gone. Yeah. And the new is here. I want you to yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone is found in Christ, you are literally a new creation. You are literally, I want your mind to receive this. I want your heart You're to new. receive this. Come on, Andrea. You're if new. you are You're in new. Christ, I am a new, new creature. That's why the gateway to transformation is the renewing of your mind because your mind has to catch up to what was already done in your spirit. You are new and old things have what? Passed away. Those things have passed they away. Passed away. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. Now here's the deal. Here's what you, I'm going to give you a couple things that you get in Christ for you that are taking notes. Number one, what you get in Christ is number one, eternal life. That means that this is not it for me. I receive, when I receive Christ, when I'm in Christ, I receive life that is abundant. I receive what we call the superior quality of life. Yeah. That's the Zoe life. That's the God type life. So that means that God has given me an advantage over everyone. Oh my goodness. That means he's given me a zest. Why? Because he has given me the essence of who he is. So he says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, he that has not the son has death, but he that has the son has life. And this life is life eternal. God will never die. He cannot die. And once you receive his life, that's what birth means, to receive life. So once you receive, mom, the life of God, he positions you to have eternal life. Now, if you do not have eternal life, you will have eternal death. That means that you will be separated from God forever. If you have eternal life, you will be with God. How long? Forever. Forever. So he gives you a higher quality of life. The second thing that he gives you is that he gives you his, when you were in Christ, Janine, he gives you his divine love. That means that the love of God is shed abroad in your heart. So that means that when you are in Christ, whether or not you feel like it or not, see, your feelings will trick you every time. You might not feel like going to work, but you still go. Why? Because you know they'll fire you. <laughs> and you running on Duncan, you at Wawa, you at the gas station, you doing all of that because you have, you have learned how to override your feelings and go to work. So why is it when it comes to spiritual things? Help us. Why is it when help it comes us, to, us, oh us, God, us, why us. is it that when it comes to godly things, you'll say things like that, I don't really know if I'm saved. I don't know what my purpose is. I'm just wondering when God is going to drop it on me. I'm going to drop it on you today. But here's the thing, if you allow, if you allow 
if you allow your feelings to control you, you will run your you, you will run yourself into chaos. Yeah. You will run yourself into a disaster. You might not feel like being a parent, but those that override their feelings, Lord knows the parents here. They like I don't feel like this today, but I got give me a moment. Any parents been? I don't have no win. Give me a minute. Kids saying, where are you? You just sent that text. Where are you? I'm in bed. Where are you? You didn't send the cash app yet. I thought you had your own money. Date something else. Love, love, and so, love, and so, and love, so, love, love, love. <laughs> we need a parent group. We need a parent group. Love, love. We need a parent group. <laughs> Amen. And so, and so, he gives you, he gives you the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit, re say, releases. releases. He releases the capacity yeah. to do the impossible. The Holy Spirit wow. releases the, the capacity. capacity to love your enemy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He releases the capacity to embrace your boss. He releases, watch this, the capacity for you to love yourself. Selah. Because some of us cannot love other people because we have not loved ourselves. And so the Holy Spirit, it's amazing what will happen when you take time to be quiet. Mm -hmm. You'll hear the Holy Spirit. Because it's interesting that you can hear everything else. Well, I can't hear the Holy Spirit. This don't work for me. No, 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 no. no. The Bible says, I need you to be still. And know that I am God. Being still might require you to break your phone. Some people can turn it off. Some people need to break it. There's a book called How to Break Up With Your Phone. I'm trying to tell you, that's how real it is. So he, so he releases... He releases to you, Janine, the ability to walk in divine love. Here's the third thing that he gives you. When you are in Christ, he gives you the ability to overcome. He said, I have overcome the what? The world. Jesus. So, so you don't have to be downtrodden because when you are in Christ, you, you have the capacity. You have the capacity to overcome anything that the world throws at you. Why? Because your big brother Jesus has already overcome it. God. Fourth thing that he gives you. He makes you a ruler with him. The Bible calls it a joint heir. That means that you, you, you rule with him. The Bible, he, the Bible says that he rules in heaven. He's a king in heaven, but because he loves you so much, he wants you to rule in the earth. And he steps back and says, watch my daughter run this. Watch my daughter run this business. Watch my daughter run this community. Watch my son get up and do this. He wants you to be an heir, a joint heir with him. Now, that's good. 
after a joint heir, he, now this is the one that we like more than any of it, he gives you the ability to be successful in every area of your life. Mm. Mm. Philippians 4. I can do what? All things. I can do all things through Christ. Didn't we say you are in Christ, right? Who what? He strengthens me. So oftentimes when you don't stay connected to Christ, you lose your strength. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's it. Oh, I like your dance. Do it again. Do it again. Hey. Yeah. Hey. hey. Now watch this. When you stay connected with Christ, yeah. he releases the bedrock of strength. That's right. Joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's excellent teaching. So what gives you strength? It's the joy of the Lord that gives you strength. What is the kingdom of God? Righteousness, Righteousness peace, peace, and joy. All, and watch this. All three of those dimensions are produced by the Holy Ghost. That's right. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, peace and joy produced, produced by the Holy Ghost. By the Holy Ghost. So you cannot do any of those things without the Holy Ghost. So watch this. To have more joy, which gives you strength to be successful in every area of your life, the bottom line is I got to come back to the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. I got to come back to the one I'm trying to be quiet about, the one I really don't understand, the one who's my helper, the one who's my advocate, the one who will show me things to come. He'll say, not that job, not that person. Go right there. Write the book now. You're not going to have time. Write yeah, it yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever get into a situation where God was ready to open the curtain for you, but you weren't ready? You missed the window. And he told you, see, I told you to sit down. I told you to study. I told you to read. I told you to prepare. Write this down uh, in your notes. Preparing is caring. If you care about anyone, you will prepare. Mm. In fact, when you prepare, you'll force your opportunity to come. Because here's what God owes you. Let me tell you what God owes you. It's in the book of Ecclesiastes. He owes you two things, time and a chance. Woo! Sheesh. Unless a man. Unless a man has prepared himself for a chance. When his chance comes. He will only look ridiculous. A great occasion is worth to a man. Exactly. What his preparation has enabled him to make of it. Abraham Lincoln said this, I will prepare and my chance will come. I will prepare and my chance will come. Do you realize nobody's fighting you from going to Barnes and Nobles, reading everything? You don't even have to buy the books. Don't just get some water. You don't even, you don't even have to use the $20 that the weird church member gave you. You don't even, all of it's free. But it's one free. man said it like this. Uh -huh. He said the one that does not read is no different than the one who cannot read. Uh, and freedom ain't free. Watch it. You said what, Janine? Freedom ain't free. And freedom ain't free. You gotta pay a price. That's it. For it's costly. Freedom. Costly. It's a costly. That's what it will cost you. Whew. Your life. Yeah. The one who does not mm. read is no different than the one who cannot read. 
The Bible says that in Hosea 4, 6, he says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Now watch this, Janine. Because you have rejected knowledge, Brandy, this is very serious. Because you have rejected knowledge, he says two things will happen. Number one, you cannot represent me. In other words, I will not use you to represent me to the world because you've rejected knowledge. Secondly, Joyce, he says this, because you have rejected knowledge, ignorance is transferable. Yeah. I was telling my son in the car, we have what we call car seminars. I was telling my son in the car, you are because I am. That's right. My mindset is transferred to you. How much more with God? that you are because he is. So, oh my God. I will, Janine, I'm, I'm jumping on this. I, I will say this to you. God loves you because he loves himself. Yeah. No, 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 you need to really get this down. Why do you think you see parents at football games uh, who are just, some are nervous when they see their children? Oh my God, is. Is Zaki all right? We, we in this stuff, so we know. They're just on the TV like, God. But when parents see their children, they see themselves. Yeah. When I look at Janine, I see myself. Hmm. That's why the Bible says husbands love your wives because how, he said, if you do not love your wife, you hate yourself because she is me in another body. Your children are you in another manifestation. That's why, how dare you ever, why would you ever hate or get jealous of what your children become? Watch this. That's why God, here, I'm always going to bring it back to God. God is never threatened by who you become. Because when you shine, he shines because you have his image. So he'll never stop loving you because he's committed to himself. The reason as to why he shed his blood and dipped that blood in grace is because the image was tarnished. And so he used the grace in the shed blood to shine the image that he could no longer see. You are made in the image of God. Even if you are not saved, you are still in the image of God. And so God is committed to the atheists, to the witches, to the unsaved people, even if they don't know him. Why? Because they have his image. And so... That's why it's so important that you don't reject what he's trying to give you because he's trying to clean up their image. And this is why, and this is why it's also so important that we don't reject the commission to share the message. Because yes. it's not until the message goes to the atheist, the, the Jew, the Muslim, the, the yes. witch, the whatever. The warlock, whatever it is. That they be, get, get even the time and chance yes. to return yes. to their maker. Yes. 
and we have said it over and over yes. again, there are some people who will never come to the knowledge until they hear from you. Yes. In fact, Janine, God has positioned it so where those people are waiting for you. That's it. He's positioned it so that there are certain blessings, hear me when I say this, there are certain blessings that you will never be able to access until you obey. It's like the games you play on your cell phone and you get to another level, but you can't go to the next level until you unlock the level that you're trying yeah, to get that's to. It. That's it. And sometimes, most times, do you have to pay to unlock the next level? So just like the Holy Spirit was yes. saying in the beginning yes. as we were worshiping, that it's going to cost you something. Don't be afraid that it's going to cost you something. Mm. Just like you pay to get to the next level in that game, why do you think you don't have to pay to get to the next level in the spirit realm? <laughs> that's, that's good, Dee. That's real good. Because it's going to cost you something. Yes. I just want to read this as it relates to yes. everything that we're saying today. Matt, Romans 5. Yes. Verse, I'll start at verse 5. It says, And hope maketh not ashamed. Yes. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Yes, because the love of God is, is shed abroad. Where? Mm. In our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Mm. Which is given unto us. Why? Because God so loved the world that he did what? He gave. Mm. And let me say this. You, your test for how much you love God mm. is tested by how much you love people. The litmus test for how much you love God is predicated upon how much you love people. In other words, you, we cannot say that we love God and not love people. Mm. We cannot say that we love God and say, oh, I don't have time for people. I got to get right out of church. I, I, I just can't talk to people. I, oh, I can't do them. Well, you can't do, you're not doing God. Because God loves people. Mm. He so loved them. He so loved them that he gave his what? His son. He gave his best offering. He ain't shortchanged on the offering. Mm. In fact, Satan didn't even set the price for what the payment would be. God set the price for what the payment. God. So you got to know that, that God set the boundaries of what the price would be for the payment to ransom you. Mm. The payment is death. And I'll send my best offering to save you. And how dare you, watch this, and how dare you and we and me not care about the destiny of people. That's what he's talking about. No, 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 no. Let me say this to you so you're very clear. How dare you, me, we, not care about the destiny the eternal destiny, their temporal destiny of people. Maybe I care. Maybe I just don't care enough. Yes. And what do we do, Janine? You got to pray. Got to pray. When we pray, we, and sometimes it's not even that you have to pray. Sometimes you just have to obey. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because it's in the praying, yes, that we can receive God's heart, but it's in the obeying also that we receive his heart. Someone said yesterday when we went out to Chu and Shelton, she said, you know, I was hearing everything. It's rainy. It's cold. I'm tired. This is my only day that I have to myself. I'm nervous. I'm scared. I don't know what to say. She t gave it all to us. She said, but you know what? Now that I've gone, yes. now that I obeyed, yes. I can't wait to go again. Because I saw how much the people needed me. Yeah. I saw how much the people were responding. Yeah. I saw how much I was helping yeah. by sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And she said, I, I'm re-energized. That, that's what she said. The hurt, the pain re-energized me. Yeah. So now I'm ready to go out. Because again. she activated her superpower. Mm. Your superpowers are just lying dormant. Yeah. Until you stir up the gift. Yeah. When Paul wrote that epistle to Timothy, when he wrote that's that to his son in the gospel, he didn't say, I'm coming to stir up the gift inside of you, Mom Howard. He said, no, you stir up the gift of God inside of yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. You do it. Yeah. And so the word of the day mm. is responsibility. Mm. I need you, Lord, to help me respond to my ability. What is that ability? The Holy Ghost inside of me. I need you to help me respond to my ability to do what you told me to do. It's already in you. Everything you need to do what God is calling you to do, it's already in you. Merely waiting your recognition of it. Amen. That's good. Let me give you this. Let yeah. me give you this scripture so we can get out of here. And so in verse, in verse 18, he says, all things have become new. And he said, all this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ. I want you to underline this word. And he gave us, he gave us the ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ not counting people's sins against them, and he committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore, here's your word, Rhodes, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God was making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who knew no sin for us, I'm sorry, he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us so that in, in him we might become the righteousness of God. Thank so here you, it is Jesus. very quickly. There's a banking term called conciliation mm -hmm. or concile. And we get that word consolidate. To consolidate means to make one. Mm -hmm. So everybody's getting their loans forgiven, people are applying, and when you call, particularly if you're a public service employee, if you taught in a school, they will say to you, we want you to concile your loans. We want you to bring everything together. You follow me? We want you to consolidate your loans, right? To make one, so you don't have all these different payments, you have one payment. So God is saying that at some point when you were in Adam, you were consiled to God. You were one. Mm -hmm. So when Jesus comes, and as a result of the fall, he has to reconcile you. That means 
He's reconciling everything that separates you from God and making you one. Yeah. Why did Jesus pray the prayer? Make them one. Because he, he was saying, reconcile yeah. them, God. Make them one even as we are When you are one, you get married, the two become what? One. One. That means everything that she has is mine. Some of y'all women don't like to hear that. Let me say that again. Everything that she has is mine. Because some of y'all like to hate on the men. And everything that I have, they like this part, is hers. I can't. I can't. I can't. I had too much fun. I cannot. I cannot. Watch this. So when you are made one with God, all that come the on, Father come has. Come on, come on, teach it. That's why he's begging you to pray. He's begging you. He's saying, I wish they would pray. He said, everything that the father has is yours. That was the issue with the prodigal son. He said, why are you angry? Why are you not dancing at the party? He said, didn't you know that everything here was yours? And you can't rejoice for somebody. Watch this. Here's the reason as to why you can't rejoice for other people. You don't know what's yours. That's good. That's why you can't be happy for somebody else. It is an indicator that, that you, you don't know don't what's yours. Oh my God. Unlimited resources, unlimited potential, unlimited grace, unlimited favor. He's just like, man, pour it out. That's why he's constantly saying, give and it shall be given to you. Press, Press down. down. Shaking together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. My God. Hallelujah. That's why you never got to doubt God. That's why you never got to. Listen, because some of us are trying to save our way to being rich. If I just, if I just hoard enough stuff in these accounts, if I just, if I just accumulate just enough money, I'll save myself to being rich. And then God will speak to you the same way he spoke to Dion. You know you don't have nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. But watch this. Jesus says in, in John 17, verse 8 and 9, he said, Father, I have given them the words. Underline this. The words. Every word from God has a spirit on it. Mm. And the more you meditate on his words, plural, his words turn into mm. something that's beyond the page. Yeah, it's flesh. In other words, the word turns into something that you exactly need. You can read that word. He said, Father, I have given them the words that you have given me. Now here's the big part, and this is what you gotta, why you gotta receive the ministry of reconciliation, mother. 
He said, and they received them. <laughs> they received them. Janine, I want to take you out for your birthday. Where are we going? She received it. <laughs> Here's what happens when you don't receive. Oh, you don't have to do that. I'm good. My dad already took care of all that for me. Can't receive it. Some people never move up to a higher dimension of what God would have for you because you don't know how to receive. And oftentimes we don't know how to receive because we had to fight for everything that we got. Scarcity thinking. We always believe that there's not enough. There's not enough money. There's not enough time. There's not enough of dad. There's not enough of mom. There's not enough house. There's not enough. And so that mindset informs how we approach God. Yeah. And then God says, daughter, yeah. I will raise up people that don't have that mindset. That's why I want you to receive. Yeah. So when I take you out, you don't pull your card out. When I take Grace out, now I want to help some of them learn how to pull their card out. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting that some children, they know how to receive. That's why, watch this, mom. That's why he says, Bishop, that's why he says, you got to come to him like a child because the children will teach you how to receive. They're like, you're not going, Dad's taking us all out. We just ordered everything that we wanted. We're just swiping the card, swiping the card. You know how you go on like a cruise and they give you like the cards and we had to reconcile? Room charge, that's what we Nate says. Reconcile the room charge, Tim. We couldn't believe it. And they said, watch this, it was five of us, no, it was... Me and Janine, so we had up five bills. At the end, before you leave the cruise, they make the bill one. <laughs> oh my God, you see what reconciliation is? That's good. They made the bill, watch That's this. Good. Jesus made the bill. He made the bill one. One. That's good. Once and for all, I'm going to die for you. Once and, Once and for all. Here's the reality. Here's the reality. Here's the reality, Elder. That all of the people that we are supposed to be witnesses to, they're already forgiven. They just got to receive. They just got to receive what was already done. That's why that when you do it, the first thing people say, this was easy. <laughs> they're already forgiven. They merely have to receive yes. the ministry of, of reconciliation. reconciliation. And so who does he call to reconcile people? You. you. Ambassadors. What do ambassadors do, Janine? They represent who? They represent their country in a foreign land. So you are an ambassador. There was a gentleman that was in Nigeria. His, his, um, his visa had expired. So he goes to the American embassy and the guy says, oh my goodness, you're one of the most profound apostles and prophets that we've ever seen. 
I listen to your ministry. I stream everything. Oh my God, you are so incredible. He's in the American embassy renewing his visa. And then the man said, fill out the paper. Here's what God will say. Doing good is not enough to get your citizenship back. That's so good. My God. So I just got it. It's not enough. No matter how much that apostle and prophet did, he still had to go to the American embassy, yeah. fill out the Come visa on. paperwork. Come on. It needed to be certified yeah. in blood. It needed to Woo! be stamped. So regardless of what Come the on. superstars have done, regardless of what all these people yeah. are doing, I've done good. I've given my goods to the poor. And Jesus will say, were you certified? Mm. Were you stamped in blood? Now here's the thing that makes you responsible. Because you're an ambassador, they don't have to go to an American embassy. They coming to you. Woo! Because Hallelujah. you are an ambassador, they coming you to you. Bring. Come on. You say I can get your paperwork certified. Yeah. You can receive your forgiveness right, right now. God. Hallelujah. Stamped, certified, in blood. Yeah. Right now. Right now. And that's what happens when you love people. Hallelujah. When you love people, you have time for people. When you love people, you see the God that is in them. Here's the, the rich young ruler who asked Jesus, he asked him, he said, what's the greatest of the commandment? And what I love about Jesus is that he always gives you two for one. He said, you shall love the Lord thy God with all your heart and you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. Here's the reality. When you love God, you will find yourself because you look like him. And once you start to find yourself, you will start to see that your neighbor, that daughter, the one that's right next to you is just like you. And you'll say, wait a minute, you need to be forgiven. You already were forgiven. Receive the forgiveness of Christ because I'm ambassador. It's very interesting that your title of an ambassador is one of the greatest titles you'll ever have. It's greater than CEO. It's greater than coach. It's greater than teacher. Watch this, this is what God does. God will allow you to be a teacher, but your real role is an ambassador. That means all of those kids are under your influence. All that whole school is under your grace. Why? Because wherever the ambassador is, that's where the government of heaven is. That's good. That's why we want you to receive Thank you, Lord. the ministry of reconciliation. Do you receive it? It's your ministry. He gave it to us. It's your ministry. And we'll talk about this next week. But it's through the reception of the ministry of reconciliation that we move to that next dimension. And it's in Romans which is salvation. And that's the message yes. of Jesus Christ. 
shed his blood for us, died on the cross willfully, willfully. and rose again. And we rose in him. Hallelujah. And so if you're here today and you have never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you've never said, I believe that Jesus died for my sins and that he rose from the dead so that I could come back into my original intent, which God intended in, in, in Eden when he formed me. If you've never confessed that Jesus Christ is Lord and you felt the Holy Ghost speaking to you today, stand up, raise your hand, come forward so that we can celebrate you today and help you put that stamp of salvation on your life so that you can live your most abundant life. If you are here today and you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, we're here to celebrate that with you. You can come forward. Some of you are here and you say, you know, I've been looking for a place to call home. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. If that's you, welcome home. Come forward so we can officially welcome you home. And if you are on the live stream, text decision to 215-440-6610. We welcome you and we love you all the same. Father, we just pray today we thank you for your word we thank you for your word God we thank you father that you have stirred up our spirits and we pray God in the name of Jesus that you will seal this word today protect the word in our hearts God as we take back our notes as we watch the video over the next week as we get the word into our spirit and make sure that it becomes flesh so that we are not just lovers of you but lovers of your people God we pray in the name of Jesus that the love of God would abound in our hearts this week. That as we share our lives, our testimonies, our overcoming, the, the gift of eternal life that we have, as we sit still and hear from you, that as we share that throughout the week, God, that we would become even more empowered and excited about being a child of the king father we pray in the name of jesus that you would continue to knit our hearts together in love as a community because we fully plan on obeying your word and turning our city philadelphia and beyond upside down in the name of jesus amen Thank you for joining us in service today. We pray that this ministry has been a blessing to you and your family. To give your gift of love and help keep this ministry on the air, visit nccop.church giving for all of the ways that you can donate to the ministry. Thank you so much for your generosity and God's blessings until we meet again.